I'm Fred. And I'm Dave. And this is the Slewfoot Hockey Show. The Slewfoot Hockey Show. Here is McDavid. McDavid trying to split the defense. McDavid, what a play! What a goal! Oh my, Connor McDavid, welcome back! More exciting than a Connor McDavid breakaway. Oh, that's a slew foot. That is a slew foot, don't you think, Jonesy? Welcome to the Slew Foot Hockey Show. That look like a slew foot to you, Jack? Here are your hosts, Fred Angema and Dave Abbott. You two are just dumb a bag of hammers. Hello, welcome to the show, the you Slewfoot Hockey Show. You know that intro there. Yeah. Who were they playing? Who's the Oilers? Who are the Oilers playing? Oh, when, when he co- came back from yeah, his injury. Yeah, Connor McDavid was injured when he came back. That's one of his best goals. That was goals. a spectacular goal. Yeah, it's probably his one in, in like top five goals that he scored. It was an scored. incredible goal. Yeah. It was almost Mario Lemieux-esque. Yeah, do you remember? He broke through a couple defensemen. And- do you remember the goal last year that he scored that broke uh, Morgan Riley's ankles? Yes. That was amazing, Do you think too. Morgan Riley remembers? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure he does. Do you think he gets a Christmas card from McDavid? With Thank the you. Merry Christmas. Oh, yeah. I, you know <laughs> a what? picture of... <laughs> I've been breaking his ankles. Uh, I would troll amazing. him big time with that. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's all the cool... That's a whole the... lot of years left of his hockey. Yeah. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> but you remember who they're playing? Uh... Take a wild guess. The Leafs? No. Columbus <laughs> Blue Jackets. Oh, how do you remember that? I don't know. Yeah, I guess you remember certain things, right? I'm like an idiot savant. Do you remember <laughs> Do you remember the goal? Remember Mario Lemieux? The Mario Lemieux goal? Remember yes. who they were playing? Against Minnesota? Yes. Minnesota North See? Idiot savant. <laughs> Minnesota North ask Stars. Me else, ask, me else, ask me something else. Something I know. The question. obscure stuff that you store in your brain. It's right? weird, eh? Like, how do, you, yeah. how do you remember that? I don't know. I don't know. I just do. <laughs> just yeah. remember it. We're going to take a, a trip down memory lane a little bit later on. Uh, we're going to do a top five at the end of the show. Yeah. Um, probably most of the show, to be honest, because there's not a whole lot of hockey to talk about. There's we're not. just going to take our time with our top five today. There's I still think. a whole whack of free agents sitting there. There is. Oh, everybody's sitting. Yeah, there's a, there was a few signings <laughs> in the last hockey, couple of It's supposed to be hockey season, but everybody's just sitting anyway. That's so weird, right? It is strange. Last year at this time, Don Cherry was getting fired. Yes. From Sportsnet slash CBC slash... Which if you got fired wherever. now, we might not even know. No. There's no. nothing on. No. All you people out there. like what? And, and watching the Masters today. Masters in November. is backwards. It is backwards. Like yeah. it's, no, it's mostly... In, most, mostly? Mostly. <laughs> it's mostly in April. Yep. It's mostly. Been, it's been in March once since 1934. Right. I bet you it's never been in November. Never. First time. Yeah. It was kind of cool, though. So we're going to do a little Masters talk because there really hasn't been a whole lot of well, hockey talk. It was Masters weekend. This, this right. wrapped up today. but but it, uh, So are like, they going to jam all the tournaments in now? Or no, they just no, missed the Masters. it's a major, right? It's a major, so they had to get it in. Yeah. Have they got the other ones in? Uh, U.S. Open, I believe. Okay. They got in. Not the British Open? I don't think so. Kind of it, tough to do the British stuff, right? Yeah, it's kind of tough to travel. But but to, to the, do the, like the Masters, there was everybody was there, right? Australians, Mexicans. Did they have to quarantine in Georgia? Probably not. Well, they most of them get there like Sunday anyway, like last Sunday. A week ago today, right? So last Sunday. So, so they didn't quarantine not for fourteen practices. days. No, definitely not. <laughs> but um, so Canada the, has the strict fourteen day. Quarantine. I would say it's Canada, yes. The U.S. doesn't have anything strict, not even an election. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> not that strict. It's That whole thing's crazy. Oh, my goodness. But anyway, the Masters talk. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get back to the Masters talk. <laughs> but, but, but just watching them at like 9 a.m., uh, first group's getting out and hearing a leaf blower. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the leaves weren't falling in April. No, I, I would think it's still fairly warm down there. And it there. was, uh, it was pouring rain Thursday. 
Right yeah. there, there was like an hour forty-five at least late. Okay, starting. Yep. So a lot of them only played. Yeah, it was. Well, delayed. they played. They played like maybe two holes, the first couple groups, and then right. they had to, the horn went out and they had to get off the course. Did those two holes take longer than Tiger's? Um, what was it? His his par three today. Par three. He got a ten. <laughs> That's his first ever double digit. He's recorded on a on a scorecard as a professional. Well, you know, is he still a professional? Yes. Okay. He still shot under par. Yeah, he, he. That's how good he is. Yeah. Because his next five holes, all under par. Birdies. Yeah. Like, not well, bad. one par, but four birdies. That's not bad. Yeah, it's, it's pretty good. He still ended up with two under, I think, for the for the weekend. He still made more money this or this weekend than I did all year. That's yes. all good. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy, eh? <laughs> that's Mike Weir made the cut since 2014. Oh, good for him. So that's good. There was four Canadians in there. In the, he in the also weekend. made more money this weekend than I did all yeah. year. <laughs> four Canadians in, in the uh, weekend round. Oh, good stuff. Good, eh? Yeah, that's good to see. Yeah. Good, eh? <laughs> it, was, it was amazing, though. Like, uh, And there were some unreal shots. Oh, what, what was it? It was the first round. Was it not? Or was it a practice round where the guy skipped it off the water? and John Rahm. Yeah. His second hole in one of the week. <laughs> His fourth hole-in-one on uh, tour. Well, that was practice rounds, right? Monday, Tuesday. Monday, he got one. Tuesday, he got another one. Tuesday was his birthday. 20, 28 years old. That one hole-in-one is still more than I will ever have in my life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it, skipped, it did. It skipped across. That was on hole 16, I believe. That was skipped great. Skipped four times across the water. Yeah. Then it landed, come up on the green. Yep. Round the fringe oh. and trickled right in. What a beautiful shot. I thought it was fake at first. I really? Thought, I thought fun, someone How photoshopped it. skipped across it. the water. Like yeah. That. Was like, Unbelievable. Yeah. But he said he's, he skipped it. They can do They can skip it. Because they can do a lot of fun they things on TikTok, on, right? Intentionally. Yeah. Or Instagram. They can do all that. Oh, TikTok, Instagram. It's all It's all fake. I can't believe everything on there. So how, do, sure for, how am I supposed to believe this shot then? I got cranberry juice. Yeah. That's real. That is real. They bought him a truck. <laughs> Ocean Spray gave him a truck. That's, That's real. <laughs> for drinking cranberry juice. Yeah. Playing Fleetwood Mac, like I've listened to Fleetwood Mac before. I never got anything free. Were you drinking a cranberry juice at the same time? Probably not. Well, or on go. a skateboard. Yeah, <laughs> we were going down the highway. It's <laughs> weird. Um, just it was cool though. I I watched a ton of golf this weekend. Yeah, and, and the world number one wins it. John Rob, the guy that skipped the ball across the water, yep. is world's number two golfer. He's number two right now. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. Cool. Isn't uh, Dustin Johnson related to Wayne Gretzky? Son-in-law. So Paulina was there for the celebratory nice. smooch after. Nice. You see a picture of Wayne this week rocking the Drake Wayne, attire? Wayne's usually at these tournaments. Yeah. And they could have family members there. Huh. Like if you if you watch as it kept going, the the gallery got a little bit larger. Right. Especially today on the 18th, mm-hmm. watching Dustin wrap it up. But that the guy's an incredible golfer. Yeah, a lot of great golfers on tour there's, right there's, now. There's so many records being broken. He broke a record for the lowest round total for the weekend. It was it was 1,800. He was 20 under this weekend. Who held the record under. before that? It was Tiger. Tiger, right. And Jordan yeah. Spieth right. at 1,800. There was also another record. Uh, your, your debut low score by Sung, Sung Jae Im from Korea. Wow. Lowest. Uh, it's not an amateur, but it was lowest... First time at the Masters. And another record, a dude from Australia. <laughs> dude. Yeah. <laughs> All four rounds this weekend in the 60s and didn't win. <laughs> I think, I think wow. maybe he got how, how does that second. Yeah. Well, well, that's pretty good. That's consistency. That's very consistent, and not his name. That's Cam Smith. That's gotta suck, eh? You you shoot all four rounds in the sixties and you don't win. Yeah. He's like twenty five. It's fixed. Twenty five years old. It's fixed. I don't know. Masters isn't fixed. I like it a just, lot. Just like this election. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think it's fixed? I don't know. No. Who knows what's going on no. in the world? Well, Trump's all upset that there was possibly some fraud, but. If there's fraud, he would know it. He's like an expert on it. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> He's a fraudulent expert. Uh, I don't know. It's nuts. He's, it's obviously not going to go his way, but. 
Yeah, I mean, he's, it's he's, they're, they're saying today they're showing signs of him admitting defeat, uh-huh. but still not going to concede. I mean, admitting defeat is conceding. It sure it is. But yeah. his his people that work for him are crazy. <laughs> well, like the the what are that blonde chick says? Somebody asked her, "Is he going to be at the inauguration?" He goes, "Of course he is. The president should be there when he gets inaugurated." <laughs> I love how you go bird. to the deputy dog, uh, the deputy dog <laughs> voice there. She does have a deputy for, dog. For Kayla I don't know McElhaney. what her name is. I don't really. Kayla McElhaney is her name. And you, you, you went to you went to deputy dog for. That's awesome. That's very funny. Yikes! <laughs> like, uh, of course uh, he's going to be there. Oh man, deputy dog. Yeah. Oh god, deputy dog. <laughs> Of course, he's going to be there. <laughs> oh, that's full so, Winkle. Yeah did did you watch more Hanna Barbera cartoons or I did because that what was, was the other that War, was the really was the, the Laugh Olympics was it Warner Brothers the other Warner one? Brothers was Warner Brothers that was Bugs Bunny right that was Bugs Bunny did yeah they were the Merry Melodies <laughs> yeah that one War, uh, I think what was the first one you said Hanna Barbera that was like Fred Flintstone was that not the Laugh Olympics, isn't that who brought that? Maybe. Do you remember the Laugh Olympics? Yes. With Grape Ape? Yeah, Grape Ape, yeah. And Deputy Dog and, and yeah. Droopy. And Astro the Spaceman or whatever he was. Astro the Spaceman. Wasn't Astro the dog on the Jetsons? Yes. The Jetsons was another Hanna-Barbera. Was it really? Roll, roll. They should no, that, that was Scooby-Doo. <laughs> what was Scooby-Doo then? Was that Hanna-Barbera uh, as well? Nickelodeon? Nope. Treehouse? Nope. Nope, nope, nope. Nickelodeon brought you SpongeBob in the gang. <laughs> Something I've never seen. Yeah, you know what? We're gonna have to do a top five, top five cartoons. Oh, I think we just kind of did. Nope, we haven't. Oh, we, we didn't. Haven't, we, we haven't, haven't even even scratched the service? the service. Nope. Wow. We will so do that. But she sounds like Deputy Duck. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> or just when I, just when you said it. <laughs> but I don't know. Maybe she does. I'll have to. She's, next time she's, I hear it, I won't be able to get that voice out of my head. That's Cuckoo Town. What's yeah. her name? Uh, Kayla McElhaney, I think, or something. Kaylee? She's, Kayla? If you're looking into her eyes, it's like <laughs> someone's cast a spell. <laughs> She's so full of crazy. <laughs> full of crazy. <laughs> All right. It's comical, though. <laughs> I, 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 You know what? Some p- part of me was hoping he would win again because mm-hmm. I'm going to miss the stupid things he says. <laughs> I'm going to miss it. Like CNN's going to have nothing on. Yeah, true. And somebody, I don't know if it was American or Canadian, somebody said that Canadians are so CNN. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where else are you going to get your source from? Fox? <laughs> yeah, who knows? Fox who is, knows? Fox I, trained. I don't trust anybody. Deputy in, dog, whatever I don't, her name is. I don't trust anybody in the media any, no, anymore. No, but, but. Any media, CNN, no. CBC, But But what, what are you going to watch? As, like, as somebody from a different country. I'm going to watch TSN. Or Sportsnet. That's where I'm going to get my but news But if you any, any, want to get any information at all from the, the country we share a continent with, mm-hmm. what are you going to watch? None of the above. <laughs> really? CTV? None CB, of the above. CBS? CBC? None of no, them. No, CBS. None of them. I don't... Global? No. You can only learn so much from Tim and Sid or... Or Jay and Dan. Yeah, that's true. Election-wise. But you do your best. <laughs> CNN's the most informative, I think. Whether it's true or not, they're the most informative. But man, do they hate Trump. Yeah. And Fox loves him because, I don't know, maybe he owns part of Fox? I don't know. I don't think so. They wouldn't say he won. They wouldn't call Biden uh, but nobody, president-elect. No, nobody's won yet. Oh, it's technically, oh, he's, he, oh, he's won. But technically, he hasn't won with with the states that are in question right now. There's not enough electoral. I'm votes. just saying. I'm just saying. Technically, he hasn't won. Okay, it's not official. It's superficial. It's projected, which That's means fine. well. He, but you you remember Al Gore at one time was said that he was going to be the president. Yeah, he was the president elect, and it didn't yeah. happen. Yeah, I'm just saying. I'm just playing devil's advocate. Yeah, there's a giant lead. Yeah, projected, but he hasn't technically won yet. That's all I'm saying. Until the final vote is done, done. Un- until they say recounting Georgia, right? Until they say it's done. He's winning. He's already he's already won Arizona again. 
There's a lot of legal stuff that has to happen, right? But his lawyers in Pennsylvania, Trump's lawyers for that are representing the Pennsylvania recount, mm-hmm. have quit. Oh, have they? <laughs> yeah. They didn't get fired? No. Okay. No. They're, but here, the rumor is, it's going to be like a, a, a pardon bonanza. Oh, yeah? Trump's going to pardon everybody, including himself. Well, why not? Why not? While you're at it, right? How, how, can, how can there be nobody to stop that? Well, I don't know. He's he's guilty of so many things. He owes a billion dollars to places. It's a lot of money. Yeah, that's what he owes. That's why he doesn't want to be <laughs> not elected because he'd have to pay that now. He's a, <laughs> he's no longer above the law. You know what I mean? Cuckoo towns. It is. Yeah, I'm glad. But we that's live what I'm here, saying. A part of it there. I'm going to miss because there's a lot of crazy insane. stuff. He's he has mental illness. There's no question. <laughs> no question. He's suffering. All right, Dave. Well, shall we? Go to Top Shelf News um, and talk about some stuff that's happening in the hockey world. Yes. All right, let's do that. This is a hockey show, right? (laughs) All right. (laughs) It's time for Top Shelf News. Any news? Top in the Top Shelf? Yeah. Uh, I well, Edmonton, I believe, is going to be a hub city again. So much success, and they're going to hold the World Juniors, right? They're holding the World Junior. That's Red Deer. No, it's all Edmonton. They're training in Red Deer. Yeah, the camp. I think that starts. But when, this when week, the tournament starts, yeah, which is would we say last show December twenty fifth? Yes, is it starting actually Christmas, Christmas Day. Starts starting on Christmas Day. It's going to be in Edmonton. Yes, all the games. Yeah. So that ice is going to be. Well, they did a good job with the NHL. Oh, that was great. Um, That's where the finals were held. But when the NHL starts, I've heard Quebec as a hub city. Really? Yeah. I don't think they're doing hub cities. I think. Well, I think they're going to have to. I think they're going to rotate them. They they want to have divisions. The yeah, we're talking about the divisions in a minute, but they want to have they want to have as many. Bettman had said. Gary Bettman had said earlier this week. And obviously, all this stuff is up in the air to start. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. They're looking at probably thirty different scenarios. Who knows? Yep. Maybe even more. Yep. You know, um, he had suggested that teams would be in their own city and just host other teams, then have a you know do that for a week and have a week off. Yeah, like rotating, rotating, rotating this, hubs. I guess. Yeah, this week all yeah. the all the games will be played in Montreal. Yeah. Uh, next week they're all going to be played in Toronto. But Toronto, and then they take Toronto is a dangerous place right now. Yeah, so so I think so is Quebec. <laughs> I, well, they've they're really down. Oh, they've have, oh, have they come down? down? Yeah, okay, yeah. cases. Yeah. Um, the hot spots are in Canada are really Toronto, <laughs> Winnipeg. Winnipeg yeah. is yeah, Winnipeg they're, is they're pretty. Um, Pretty uh, happening so right I, now. That's why I think the talk is Quebec, Vancouver. Right? Yeah. Well, all of Canada's up, I think. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's the second wave they talked about for months. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows what's going to happen? And then, you know, maybe in January, things will be a little bit better. Yeah. And like, and like the, you just said, it's going to be rotating hub cities, I guess, or rotating yeah. home venues kind of thing. Yeah, they had talked about that. And they had, they'd also talked because obviously the border is still closed. Yep. Um, it's between be the U.S. until the new year, for sure. Between the U.S. and in Canada, and I mean, are they going to be able to open it up for for professional hockey with yes. fans, wherever with fans in the stands? No, there'll be no fans. No fans, not for the first while. I mean, these I owners. Don't know how football's doing? Yeah, baseball did. So it? the the players the players want to play, right? Yeah, the owners are having difficulty with it now because they're not getting the concessions. They're not getting. They're not selling the popcorn. They're yeah. not selling the jerseys they're not there's no fans in the seats for sure buying tickets so i mean that's that's out of their control though sure it is well the owners can maybe have something to say about it but it's 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 really the it's up to the health, health officials units. of that area right yeah exactly yeah yeah and i can tell you right now it's not going to happen in no. ontario not when they, no ontario is horrible right now yeah thanks well Thanks. parts Toronto, of ontario and parts of ontario Ottawa. are horrible right now let's say that <laughs> Yeah, not around our area. Our area is like it's pretty, pretty clean, pretty so calm far. right now. Yeah. So, uh, they they had also talked about having um, different 
I put on my glasses so I can read this. They had <laughs> uh, proposed regional divisions, which, which I thought was pretty interesting. Okay. We haven't really talked about this the, the last show. That was a couple of weeks ago. Uh, so they talked about having five different um, regional divisions. Mm-hmm. So starting out west, uh, you're looking at Anaheim, Arizona, Colorado, uh, Los Angeles, San Jose, and Vegas, which are all pretty close to each other flying-wise. Yep. Yep. You're talking like average time, 43 minutes to get there, yep. You know, which makes sense. Everybody's kind of regional, and, and they're going to be able to play each other there. Mm-hmm. So they really wouldn't, uh, I guess, you know, the, the all those teams are in relatively close proximity to each sure. other. Yep. So they can get there and get in and get out. Um, they're they're actually looking to reduce costs, so maybe they do back to backs where they fly in the morning of the first back to back, and they only stay one night instead of staying two nights. Stuff, little little yeah. things like that. Yeah. I've heard that on different podcasts as well. So, hmm. uh, the South, you're talking Carolina, Dallas, Florida, Nashville, St. Louis, and Tampa Bay, yeah. and they're approximately 66 minutes apart. The average time. Wow. Which That's is a short good. trip. You wouldn't think St. Louis is that close to Tampa. No, but I guess if you got a fast plane, I mean, <laughs> you're good. well, most teams have their own planes, right? Uh, yeah, whether or not they'll be flying or not, because they might not be able to afford it. True. <laughs> wow. Uh, the Lakes Division. So you're talking Buffalo, like all around the kind of Great Lakes, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Buffalo, Columbus, Chicago, Detroit, Minnesota, and Pittsburgh. You think Toronto would be in there? Well, here's the thing: <laughs> they're in Canada. They have to have. They would have to travel to a different, and then they would have to quarantine for. But but the American teams came to Jack Canada. Eichel will not allow his team to quarantine for 14. <laughs> Does days. he own that team? Uh, I think he's, he's making he's, the. He's calling the shots. Man. I think he's part owner now. Yeah, he's calling the shots. Yeah, <laughs> him and his perm. Yes. Uh but in the playoffs, mm-hmm. the Americans came here. American yep. teams. But they quarantined. You couldn't quarantine? Oh, you're not going to stay for very long. What do you mean? In these divisional hubs. No, no, no. I'm, And this is why... This you, is the teams are going to be divisions. These, yeah, these are... For the, travel reasons. These, yeah, for travel reasons, it's going to be less expensive. And, and, okay, so you're going to say all seven Canadian teams are going to play each other somewhere. And that's what I'm bringing up. I'm yeah. bringing up that for last because that's... Have you seen this part? No, but I just brought it okay, up now when right. you want to bring up last. I ruined it again. It's all right. Uh, the East. <laughs> I got to start saying spoiler <laughs> just in case I blow it. It's okay. <laughs> the East is Boston, New Jersey, the Islanders, the Rangers, Philadelphia, and Washington, which is kind of like the entire Metro division yeah. anyway. Yeah, that's close. <laughs> With the exception of Boston. Right. Which just ruins it all. Anyway, <laughs> thanks, Boston. Way to go. Yeah. And they're like 15 minutes apart, so they could take buses everywhere. Yep. <laughs> yeah, really could. Um. And stay relatively safe, right? Uh, safety obviously is going to be the Are biggest. Are buses safer than planes? Uh, can you fly above the coronavirus? Well, you can in a restaurant. You're you're if you're sitting <laughs> if down you're in a eating. restaurant, you're good. <laughs> but if you're standing, you're it's, not. Yeah. So anyway, you, so it, there, it has there, to. Be, it must have to do. It's in the arenas too, because nobody's allowed to go in there. That's and watch. right. So it's 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 got to be. It must have something to do with altitude. So buses uh, would be yeah. safer than planes. Yes. So Colorado, every just every game should be in Colorado. No, it's a higher elevation, so it would be oh. higher. Which you know, worse unless they're sitting down in plane. Then We're pretty getting, low altitude yeah. wise. Yeah, depends on where you and are. Those cases aren't that bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then they're talking about an all Canadian division. Yeah. Because of the border being closed and the difficulty of quarantining, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, you got Calgary, Edmonton, Montreal, Ottawa, Toronto, Vancouver, and Winnipeg. Hmm. And they would just travel amongst each other's home rinks? Yeah, because you can go from Toronto to Montreal and yeah. then without have having to go a quarantine. From Toronto to Vancouver, Montreal to Vancouver. Yeah, and then I would suspect that you would have, like, you do a road trip a Maybe you play in Vancouver a couple of days. Yeah. Then you move to Calgary for a couple of days, depending on the road trip, right? Mm-hmm. It'd be really interesting. interesting. Yeah. It's it'll change again. Oh, I'm sure it is. But I mean, it, that's what these guys are getting paid the big bucks to, uh, to make these decisions. Apparently, Pfizer has a vaccine mm-hmm. that the U.S. is going to start distributing, probably not too long into the new year. Yeah. They just don't know how they're going to distribute it. Who gets it first? Don't know. Just line up. Don't get get, know. get here early. I guess. I don't know how they're going to do it. I don't know how Canada's going to do it. Good maybe time. they mail it to you. 
It's in your it's in your mailbox. And just shoot yourself up with it. Yeah, you're good. Is it a needle? It's like a flu shot. They're saying it's basically the same idea. Yeah. Because it's the flu? Yeah. <laughs> How well does the flu shot work for you, by the way? I've never had one. <laughs> exactly. So if when con there's this is how close they are to having a vaccine. When concerts start up again, mm-hmm. you need to bring proof that you've had the vaccine or you don't see the show. Uh that's uh interesting. That's a tad bit of a just of, of discrimination, don't you think? A little bit. I don't so know. if you're a hockey fan, you can't watch a hockey game because you're not vaccinated? Right. If it comes down to that, I'll get the shot. <laughs> I don't care. Inject me with whatever. I don't care. I grew up in Sarnia. <laughs> like, yeah, you're swim. immune to anything I anyway. I swim in the lake. <laughs> yeah. I'm good. I, Later I, on, we'll put a picture. We'll post up a picture of my third eye. I swam in. <laughs> yeah. I, I swam in the river. I'm good. <laughs> Actually, I might go fish. jump in there again. That'll yeah. that'll take care of the coronavirus. <laughs> exactly. Uh, got a little bit of that. Just jump, <laughs> jump in the St. Clair. Oh man, oh, that's man. funny. Uh, so it's it's confusing. I, I I don't know. The borders aren't going to open up anytime soon. No, and I think they they want to play hockey. The players are itching to play. Yeah, for sure. Obviously, there used to be there used to it's, be like it's five or six weeks right? like, into the season right now. They're gonna it's gonna come if they don't start playing again. Mm-hmm. What are they? What are they saying? January first so far. Yeah, still projected. They're they're going to start not getting paychecks, right? And these guys, it's not their lifestyle. But that's that's part of it, though, right? The part of part of the whole thing has to do with the salaries yep. that have to be paid. And they're saying the players are saying, okay, whether we play five games or forty-seven games or sixty-five games, whatever the schedule works out, they're going to get seventy percent of their salary. Mm-hmm. And where's this money coming from? TV. From the uh, from the owners, yeah, but where are they get <laughs> they it? ultimately, yeah, like they've sponsorships, got partners, television, yeah, financial partners, yeah. yeah. But TV is the biggest money, right? They realize they're going to take a loss, obviously this season, but they but can't. you have to, yeah, because if you don't play the games, hey Dave, listen, we're in this together. <laughs> if you don't play the games, let me tell you, the owners are probably going, yeah, but I'm losing two hundred million dollars. You'd lose a lot more if you don't have the interest up yes. kept. Yes. So. If if you lose fans, you won't have the revenue yep. for longer term. You've got to you've got to keep the interest. I think ultimately they want to play and they want to they yeah. want to get the things going. Yeah, they just need to figure out money first of all, and yep. if it's safe. Yeah, I mean it needs to be safe for for the players and 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 the staff. And that's the problem is the they're going to think about money first, and then safety. Yep. And I've heard okay, well maybe baseball figured it out, right? Yeah, eventually they did. They started off in. You know, they had the playoffs in a bubble. Maybe they do the playoffs in a in a bit of a bubble again, mm-hmm. like a couple different areas, right? Yeah. Um, well, they had they were basically playing in Texas and uh, where else were they? Were they out in L.A.? California. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, if they if if hockey figures that out, they should be okay. Huh. I know, I know they all they played all their games in the playoffs in in Canada. So are they going to move some of that to the states eventually? Who knows? And who knows what's going to happen in the new year with uh, vaccinations, yeah. with with restrictions, it, that, all of that that's stuff. A, that's going to change things if the vaccines vaccines get out and people start taking taking the drug because mm-hmm. we've all been drinking the Kool Aid. So now we need a something to combat the Kool Aid. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's it's going to be a different You're season. See a ton of people get the vaccination. Sure, I think it's more I think, than you will the flu shot. Yeah, I would say so for sure. Especially if you're going to get uh, you know a tattoo saying that you've you've actually <laughs> got that vaccine, and then life can go on as normal. That'd be amazing. You get yeah, your vaccine. And that would be amazing. Tattoo. Yeah, that says got it. Yeah, <laughs> Check, got it. Bling. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, history's not repeating itself too much here, is it? Anyway. <laughs> Let's move on. Let's get out of the political talk here because, you know, okay, let's, so what, regardless of what happens, there's still some players out there that haven't been signed, which is interesting. Yeah. Uh, there are some that did sign this week. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, In the last week and a half or so. Give or take. Give or take. Give or take. Last couple of weeks. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I'll go over some of those. So Detroit, your Detroit Red Wings, they signed Anthony Mantha. Uh, Four-year uh, twenty-two point eight million dollars. That's five point seven per year. Yep, 
it's a good deal. You've got to be happy with that. I, at first, I was like, ooh, boy, uh, um, Bertuzzi's only getting $3 million, 3.8 or something like that. Is Mantha better than Bertuzzi? He can be. Yeah. He had a great season. He did. He got injured, though, did he not? Yeah. And that really kind of slowed him down a little For bit. For sure. But he's prone to injury. Yeah. That's the scary part. So 5.7, is that a bit of an overpay? Um, Time will tell. Yeah. <laughs> Time will tell uh, with all he, these is, things. He's worth it because he, he's capable. Yeah. But if he can't stay healthy, then obviously, yeah, it's too much. Right. Uh, the Rangers signed a couple of players. Uh, Ryan Strom to a two-year $9 million nine million dollar deal <laughs> two-year deal yeah four um, and a half each year yep four and a half and then they signed spark plug brendan lemieux <laughs> to a two-year 3.1 million dollar deal and that's 1.55 per season yep a couple good young players there yep uh winnipeg signed, uh, signed their first round pick from this year's uh draft cole perfetti mm-hmm. uh three-year entry-level deal 925 per season so he's getting pretty much the max that you can get as a rookie yep Plus, probably a whole lot of signing bonuses. Yes, all that stuff. He's that he's such stuff. a perfect fit for Winnipeg too. Oh, he is. Yeah, I think everybody's gonna like him there. Yeah. Uh, Dallas resigned twenty-three-year-old Rupe Heinz. Yep. Uh, to a three three-year deal worth nine point four five. That's three point one five per season. So that's pretty decent. Yep. They'll be happy with that. Yeah, I would think Dallas is good. They look like they're not going to sign Corey Perry again. Yeah, I they mean, might still. Yeah. Another one-year deal. Yeah. Uh, but Eisenman says he's he wouldn't mind adding some experience. That'd be a, That's not too far from London I, either. I would take Corey Perry. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would take Anthony DeClaire. Yeah, who's still pretty young. Yeah. But experienced. There's a couple other names in, that, in those free agency Mike Hoffman? I, I, for some reason, I think he's a problem in the dressing rooms. But yeah. What what is he on his fourth team? Yeah, he's moved around a lot ever since he got into a scrap with. Who was he fighting with in Ottawa? Somebody, somebody, Alfredson, Mary? No, not Alfredson. No, there was somebody. Was it Carlson? Uh, maybe it was Carlson. Yeah, yeah. There was something going on there anyway. And he went to Florida, and he's just I don't know. And where did he play last year? Florida. He played last year in Florida. Did he I not? think so? Yeah, yeah. So he's he's been a couple he's places. Bounced around a little bit. So I, yeah. I don't know if I'd take him or not. But I know what Corey Perry is capable of, especially on a playoff run. Yeah. And I know what Anthony declared, how his skill level is. That's, that's, he just can be lights out. Yeah. If he's set up with the right players. And I think a good young core, which I think he could do it. But experience wise, Corey Perry's maybe got the edge there. Yeah. yeah. But age wise. <laughs> right. Right. So it depends what, <laughs> what you want. It all depends on what Eisenman thinking. Does he, does he want the experience for a short term or does he want a youth? Guy that doesn't have much experience, but it's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. That'd be i I'd take either one. Yeah. I'd be happy with it. I would too, for sure. Yeah. All right. Um, well, since there isn't any, like, Other really anything. things any, going on. Yeah, not too much stuff in the world of <laughs> hockey right now, which is unfortunate, but. Well, know. a big thing today is Dustin Johnson won the Masters, and he's Gretzky's son-in-law. That's close. That's pretty big. That's hockey news right there. That's pretty big. Um, who was it that I read? Who's who's the head coach? Tony Granato, I think he's the head coach in Wisconsin. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, so yeah. he was he was upset that a couple of his players are going to be gone for a long time for these training camps, right? Like, so his... well, some players aren't even available, right? Yeah, some teams are saying no, you can't have this guy for the juniors, right? Because they would be missing part of their NCAA. Yeah. Let's see who. It should it be up to the about? player. I think it should be as well. You signed a contract saying you'd be there for this team, but if you're still eligible, it should be up to you. Does he have a scholarship? <laughs> I could see why that makes a difference, but this year's so weird. Right. So Let Dil- the players decide. Dylan Holloway. So Tony Granato is upset at Hockey Canada for taking Dylan Holloway. <laughs> Holloway away. Holloway away? Holloway away. <laughs> Holloway away for a long World Junior Hockey Championship camp. It's not that long. Well, it'd be from he's now. He's on the ice. He's on it, the ice, right? It'd be, yeah, but he's missing a lot of that season, right? The the And that could really cost Wisconsin. They're all... And they're, they're playing probably, right they're, now. Yeah, they're probably going to lose uh, Cole Caulfield. Cole Caulfield. It's hard to say, I know. It is. To yep. the... Uh, um, 
to the U.S. team. Yeah. So, I mean. Well, Tony, <laughs> you got to suck it up sometimes. Yeah. You, what you've if, got uh, some good players. I mean, he could be injured. Let these, let these guys go experience do? this. Yeah. It, it could help your team in the long run. Yep. Right? Absolutely. Look at the experience they're going to get. They're going to, the players are going to play with, the things they're going to learn. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Of, they're going to go deep into a a run, right? The World Juniors. And they're going to have to find out what it takes to be su- successful. Yeah, absolutely. Let them go, you're, man. You're, you're right about that. So Let them go. Anyway, that uh, camp, I think, starts this week. The World yep. Junior uh, World Junior Championship team. Yeah. Um, that is for... They're up in Red Deer. Mm-hmm. Up in Red Deer this year. <laughs> so... Uh, up from Calgary, but not quite to Edmonton. That's where Red Deer is. Yeah, just slightly north of Calgary. Red Deer. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dave, let's um, jump into our slew foot top five. We'll explain what it is in one momento. Okay. But right now, yo! It's the slew foot top five. Five, four, three, two, one. Slap at the base, man. Yeah. <laughs> so our, our Slewfoot top five. Um, well, listen, I Listen closely now. Right. So I had said <laughs> former CHL players of the year. What was that last part? Players of the year. Right, right. So they these are players that have actually won the award player of the year. <laughs> But it's some okay. of us, yeah. some of us, yeah, at least fifty percent of us missed that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and just went CHL player, and that's fine. That where are they now? And where are they now? That's a great idea. Yeah, where are they now? What are they doing? So close to being within all the outlined, right? right. <laughs> it's good. So you, you've got. It's five, gonna be interesting, regardless. You've got five former CHL players. One, I believe, was Player of the Year. Okay. That were that were really good. Well, no, he wasn't even player of the year. How do you know? He was rookie of the year. Oh, okay. We'll so, if out. you're rookie of the year, are you player of the year? For a rookie. <laughs> <laughs> you want to go first? So you are player of the year. Yeah, <laughs> technically. <laughs> you want to go first? Um, why not? Okay. Who Interesting do you got? one. Who do you got? I don't know how to say his name. Roger Bourbonnet. Sounds great. Are you familiar with this guy? No. He's an Edmonton native. Okay. Was team captain of the Oil Kings, leading the team to a Memorial Cup victory alongside notable names like Glenn Sather and Pat Quinn. Oh, wow. So these so, guys he played with and won a Memorial Cup with. Uh, drafted by the Red Wings. Yep. But they couldn't come up with an agreement on a contract. He wanted a one-year, uh, a one-way contract so he could continue with his education. Roger Bourbonnet? They said no. Okay. So he didn't play in the NHL. Huh. Uh, after after continuing his education, he is now so he serves as a lawyer representing NHL managers in contract negotiations. Isn't that interesting? When his didn't go fantastic, right? That's interesting. Okay. So wow, picked by the Red Wings, and then what team did he play for? No. What junior team? Uh, Edmonton Oil Kings. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Weird, cool. eh? It is. Weird. So not necessarily player of the year. But a, a good player. And not a team. great negotiator at the time. No. <laughs> but now he's negotiating. He's a lawyer, so I think he's doing all right. Yeah, he's doing all right. I'm For he's sure. probably not complaining. Uh, I'm going to, my first player, player of the this, year. Yeah, my first player, former CHL player of the year <laughs> is actually, you probably recognize it, uh, and maybe I'm some sure of I you do. recognize this name, Dave Simpson. <laughs> yes, from London, Ontario. Yep. So his brother, Craig Simpson. Now works for Sportsnet is his younger brother. Yeah, so he was the old great career with Edmonton. Yeah, yeah. his sister is also was from Sportsnet. Yeah, that's right, Christine Simpson. That's right. Yep. Uh, and his nephew is actually, I think he's been drafted by the Oilers. Really? Yeah, Craig's son, I believe. His name is Craig's son, not Craigson. Is he Asian? <laughs> <laughs> no, not Craig. No, no. <laughs> uh, so Dave Simpson, he played with the London Knights. Yes. So he is a former London Knight. Uh, oh, wow. yeah. And he won this award in 1981 and 82. Uh, he had the best season ever 
by a player in the Knights uniform. And there's been a lot, like we mention every week, there's a ton of great London Knights, former London Knights. It's crazy. Yep. Um, so in 68 games, he scored 67 goals, 88 assists for 155 points. Uh, during that year, he also won the Red Tilson Trophy, the Bobby Smith Trophy, the William Hanley Trophy, and the Eddie Powers Trophy. So this was the most trophies ever won by a single player in a single season in the OHL. He was drafted, get this, in the third round mm-hmm. by the Islanders in the 1980 draft. Wow. Uh, so it was before he obviously hit that's, the big That's big when they time. were in their prime. The Oilers, the four years straight. Yep, the Islanders. Yep. Wow. Um, he, but here's the thing, interesting thing. He never played a game in the NHL. Wow. Isn't that crazy? But he played in the minors for four seasons. Uh, he had, Probably because that team was loaded. Yeah, he ended up going back to school in 1984 and received a, a BA from uh, University of Western Ontario. Mm-hmm. He received an MBA from the um, Richard Ivey School of Business. He is now a successful businessman and also a lecturer at the Richard Ivey School of Business. So maybe a future guest on our show. We'll see. He's still in London. He's still in London. Amazing. Yep. Would you know him if you saw him? Oh, yeah. I think Absolutely. I do. I think I yeah, recognize him, too. He's, yeah. yeah, he's very... And I remember, like... 81, 82, I mean, that was when the Knights weren't, I mean, they were okay. A different ownership back then. Yeah. Like, probably three ownerships away. Yeah. Yeah. Um, right? I like mean, they weren't They weren't as bad as, four. like, the, the Rico Fata years. Oh, boy, they were oh, awful that year. Remember that? Wins. Rick, Rick Nash years. Oh, yeah. They won three games all three year. Three games, I remember that. And Rick Holy Nash, he ended up going first overall. To Columbus. Yeah. He's not on my list, by the way. He, was, he never won CHL Player of the Year. <laughs> so he could have made my list. Yeah. yeah. So Dave Simpson, really, really... Uh, That's a cool story. Simpson brothers, they both played uh, for the Knights. So. Yep. Okay, my number two is former Lionel Knight, Danny Sivret. Oh, Danny Sivret. The big thing with Danny Sivret, he was captain yep. of the 2005, 2005 Memorial Cup winning Lionel Knights. Yep. But that team was also recognized in the last couple of years for... Team of the century. Yeah. yeah. Junior team of the century. Sivert played on a world junior championship. That same not. year. He was with Corey Perry and yeah. Crosby. And yeah. That was the, the lockout year, right? It was after the lockout yeah. year. So all these guys were still playing junior. And Crosby ended up winning player of the year that year. Quite possibly. He, he could did. have been on my list, but he he's did. not. <laughs> we all know where he is now. Yeah. Um, so a native of Millgrove, Ontario, which is up near Hamilton. Yep. Um, he was... Um, Drafted 81st overall by the Oilers, which I didn't know was by the Oilers. But wow. Oilers. Um, Playing in about 60 games in the AHL. Most of his career was in the AHL. Finishes playing career in Europe, like most guys do. Yeah. You earn a few bucks over there. Yeah, for sure. Um, uh, So after 12 professional seasons, he now lives in London and he's studying business. Really? So maybe he'll be working with Dave Simpson. Yeah, he's gone back to school. Yeah. Oh, good for him. He wants to work in business, which a lot of NHL, former NHL players do. Or they sell they cars. Go into, they go into, well, yeah, there's, <laughs> but that's business, right? Like that's, you, it's, you learn it's business. numbers and yep. and you're basically your own business owner when you're selling cars. You want yep. repeat customers and. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so maybe he'll be with Dave Simpson. Who knows? That would be cool. But he's still living in London. Wow. I don't know if I mentioned that. So that's why maybe the connection with him and Dave Simpson, maybe they'd be easy to connect. Two former London Knights, two Edmonton Oilers draft picks. There you go. <laughs> and now Kessin well, he was an Islanders. Uh, Simpson oh, right, was an sorry. Islanders. Sorry. But his brother plays in Oiler. Edmonton. Yeah. yeah. There you Confusing. go. Uh, okay, so my next player is Brian Fogarty. I'm sure you remember that yep. name. Yep. Uh, he won the award when he was a, a, a member of the Niagara Falls Thunder. Um, so he was a fantastic player for the Kingston Canadians and for one year with the Thunder. The year he won this award... Uh, in 60 games, he had 47 goals and 108 assists for 155 points. And that was as a defenseman. What year did you say that was? Did you say it? 1988-89. Okay. Yeah. Those are just incredible stats. Uh, he holds the record for goals and points in a season by a defenseman in the OHL. Uh, he also holds the record for most assists in a game with eight. And he did that twice that season. Eight assists in one game. Wow. So he got 16 points in two games. That's insane. Probably scored a couple goals, too. Uh, he was drafted ninth overall in 1987 by the Quebec Nordiques, which was six ahead of Hall of Famer Joe Sackick. 
So this kid had a ton of potential. Yeah. He ended up playing nine seasons of pro hockey, and get this, in seven leagues and 17 teams. Uh, he also recorded the last natural hat trick uh, in the in Nordiques history in 1980. Uh, he unfortunately passed away on March 6, 2002, from what uh, they said was an enlarged heart. Hmm. Now you wonder, okay, well, why so many teams? Well, Fogarty he had a history of alcohol and substance abuse, uh, unfortunately, and that had a role in how many teams he played for. Um, just unfortunately, and he was an amazingly talented player that battled his demons daily. Um, I, I read a story that he once uh, sought help from John Cordick, who also went through a bunch of, um, you know, issues with substance sure. abuse and alcoholism. Yep. So, yeah, what a great player, though. I, I remember Brian Fogarty. He was just, he was pretty yeah. incredible. I think he probably played, I'm not sure if he played on a World Junior team or not, but, I mean, just an incredible player. But, yeah, a lot of issues off the ice, unfortunately. So, Wow. Mm-hmm. I was just kind of seeing. I knew a couple of guys that played for the Thunder. I was looking to see if he played with them, but he did not. Played with uh, Keith Primo. Yep, um, Dennis Vial, uh, Brad May. Oh, Mayday! Some Keith Primo played on that team. Yep. Okay. Yep. Some kind of recognizable names. Hmm. Wow. Okay, my third guy. Yes. This name kind of just I, I once I read it I'm like oh my god I remember that guy. Lyndon Vay. Oh, yeah, Lyndon Vay. Okay. Yeah. Spent his entire junior career with the Medicine Hat Tigres. Tigers. <laughs> I just decided to be bilingual for a second. In the WHL, at 2010-2011 season, scoring 116 points. In 138 NHL games with LA, Vancouver, and Calgary, he racked up 44 points. So his NHL career didn't kind of go like his junior career. Yeah. Uh, spent the last four seasons... Um, Playing in the KHL, as we mentioned before, that's where they go. And where he was getting one point per game. And he's still in the hockey world. He's working with some junior teams out back in the West Coast. It's funny eh, that, you know, you you go to the NHL and, you know, you score not as many points, obviously, yeah. as what you did in junior. Like 116 points. Yeah. And then he goes to the NHL and gets 44 points in 138 games. Yeah. So you can tell that it's, and then he then he goes to the KHL and gets, KHL a, point KHL per gets game. a point per game. That's pretty good. Obviously, the NHL is a tougher league to play in, don't yeah. you think? Going by those stats, yes. Yeah. But Lyndon Vay, man, that name, uh-huh. read that, I'm like, oh my god, Lyndon Vay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, there's some names on here. I was like, I don't know who this person is, but they won CHL <laughs> Player of the Year. This is one of them, Simone Gamache. Yeah. Do you remember? No. No, okay. <laughs> From the Val d'Or for years. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. For years. <laughs> uh, that was in uh, 2000 and 2001. He played there. He actually played four seasons with uh, with Val d'Or. And the year he won the CHL, CHL Player of the Year, he scored 74 goals and 110 assists yeah, for 184 yeah. points. That's the math. 184 <laughs> Points. How many games do you think he did that in? 67. Nope, 72. Ooh. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. Uh, that's crazy. 184 points in 72 games. That's nuts. He was drafted by the Atlanta Trashers, 290th overall, and ended up only playing in 48 games, scoring that's crazy six hey? goals and adding seven assists. Oh. 184 points. Now, thirteen. Do you know? Does it? Did you look up what has stature? Was he a smaller player, bigger player? Oh, I didn't really see. So it's two thousand, two thousand one. You said, yep. Two thousand, so two thousand. In those days, you still had to be a big dude. And Atlanta sucked. Yeah, they were horrible back yeah. then. Maybe you didn't get much ice time. Yeah, maybe. Possibly. Yeah, he played for four different teams. Uh, he ended up playing several seasons in Switzerland and Germany. So there you go. Interesting. Yeah, that's crazy though. Some and a lot of these, a lot of these players, CHL players of the year, or CHL players in general, um, huge careers in junior, and then they they don't really add up to that in the NHL, right? No. So it's it's crazy. It it tells you how much of a step up it is. Yep. Yep. 
What you got uh, next? Which is amazing when you think about a lot of nights, how many guys played in the NHL from a lot of nights. Uh-huh. And have success. What a developmental team. Yes. That Dale Hunter. Speaking of Dale Hunter, I watched a game last night after the Masters was showing was over. Mm-hmm. Montreal against Quebec. Oh, boy. The Hunter brothers battling it out. Oh, that's crazy. And and uh, um, tough guy from Montreal, Chris Nyland. Mm-hmm. Got into a scrap with Dale Hunter. Oh, boy. And it was a good fight. Yeah, those were good fights. Wow. I didn't even know Dale Hunter could keep up with them. Was it in the 80s? Yep. Yeah. 85. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. But watching him and Mark play against each other. Yeah, that's fun. In the, in the playoffs, it was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, my next guy, speaking of Dales, Dale Durkach. Wow. Do you remember that name? No. Me neither. Three seasons with the Regina Pats, uh-huh. scoring 60 goals in each. At least 60 goals in each. Wow. Yeah. Um. Uh, a record that still stands today in 81-82, WHL, Rookie of the Year, 142 points in 71 games. As a rookie? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Get this one. 82-83, WHL scoring winner, 179 points in 67 games. Oh, man. WHL scoring career, 491 points in 204 games. 222 goals. 269 assists. Wow. Wow. Wow is right. So. Did he end up playing in the NHL, Dave? Let's go on. That's my question. Picked by the Oilers in 83. Yeah. That didn't uh, work out in the NHL. Didn't play. So he headed overseas and played 14 seasons over in Europe. Wow. Um, He's 51 years old, and he's currently a scout for the Maple Leafs. That's crazy. Crazy, man. Have you ever you've heard like of those points? That's you don't insane. make it to the NHL. Nope, no. He got crazy. picked. He got picked by the Oilers in '83. Were they loaded in '83? Oh yeah, <laughs> that's probably why. That's yeah, it's tough. But why would they just like? You could have maybe got some it, negotiating in the NHL wasn't the same in the '83 as it is now. No, for You're sure. You're not trading for picks here and there and doing swap and this swap and that. Yeah. Um. So '83, if they if they picked you, they didn't like you. you just didn't play. Mm-hmm. You're just gone. <laughs> Poof. Yeah. So that, maybe that's what happened to him, and, but now he's a scout for the Leafs. Yeah. Crazy. All right. Uh, my next one. Yep. Brendan Shinneman. Is he the... one of the spices in the Spice Girls? <laughs> nope. He it's wasn't, not. eh? Nope. He got sometimes Scary I... Spice. Was she one? Sometimes I put Shinneman in... in uh, <laughs> Shin... in, in, in Ginger <laughs> Spice? <laughs> and I'm sure Shinneman was one of the... <laughs> Shinneman was not, no. <laughs> uh, he played for the Tri-City Americans, 2011-2012. Uh, he played five seasons for the Tri-City Americans and led the WHL and CHL in points the 2011-12 season with 58 goals and 76 assists in 69 games. He ended up uh, not being drafted but signed as a free agent with the Arizona Coyotes in 2012, and then he ended up playing 12 NHL games before playing in Europe, uh, in Sweden, Russia, and in Switzerland. So. Whoa. That's crazy. You go from CHL Player of the Year to playing in Europe. But, I mean, it happens, it happens all the time, yeah, right? Yeah, well, obviously, look at the... We've got 10 players here. Yeah. Where it happened to almost every one of them. Yep. Here's... Nuts. I don't have them on my list, but you remember Justin Azevedo. Yep. Played for the Kitchener Rangers. Yep. One CHL Player of the Year. Mm-hmm. Has Where played pretty much his whole career in Russia in the KHL. Wow. That's insane to me. Yeah. He's he's still playing, I think, but I think he's, he's one of those names where seven or eight you remember him, right? Yeah, because he, he was a great player. You watch him play like, oh, this guy's gonna be good. This guy's good. and then what what happened? Yeah. Playing in didn't, Russia. Didn't work out in the NHL or whatever he was drafted. Or... I know he wasn't that big, but that might have but a the lot guy to had do with hands. It. Yeah. Probably still does. Yep. Well he's, he's how old is he now? He's Mid-30s, probably early thirties? Probably early thirties, yeah. Because yeah. he was probably the Corey Perry days. Like that uh, after five oh six after I believe was he yep huh okay my final installment to our top five list that I screwed up <laughs> Pavel Brendel Pavel Brendel I remember that name one of the best imports to ever play in the WHL yeah played from ninety eight two thousand one uh for the Calgary Hitmen mm-hmm. in his first season he was WHL and CHL Rookie of the Year. Yeah. WHL and CHL Rookie of the Year. 73 goals, 134 points. Wow. <laughs> That's a rookie. Yeah. Those are Solani numbers in the NHL. Yeah, they are. <laughs> uh, in 68 games, 
helping the Hitmen to their first WHL championship, only to lose in the Memorial Cup. Selected fourth overall in the 99 in, in 99 by the Rangers. Wow, okay. 99, Gretzky. Yeah. Gretzky's last year was 99. Oh. Weird. It is uh, 2005-2006 season would be his final NHL season, playing in only two games with the Coyotes. Hmm. So he didn't he didn't have a massive NHL career. No. Um, he finished his pro career in Europe and is now retired, but working with different teams in the KHL. Right. Right. Hmm. It's crazy. So you get these guys who were like imported over over to Canada to yep. play in the CHL. Yep. CHL and WHL Rookie of the Year. <laughs> and that, crazy. And then, you, then what happens? Yeah, just where do these guys go? Like, yeah. What happens? Yeah, so now he just basically moved home and just worked with teams yeah. over there. Yeah, that's crazy, man. Crazy is right. All right, uh, you might remember this last name, Pat Peak. Yep, sure yep. do. Played for the uh, Detroit Junior Red Wings, ninety two, ninety three. The, and some of the some of the players on the list guess that have won the C- CHL players, like Eric Lindros is on there. Uh, before I go any further with Pat Peak. Um, there's only been two players since 1975 who have been named back-to-back CHL Players of the Year. Do you know who they are? Gretzky? Nope. <laughs> he wasn't even in the CHL. No. Um, he was. Played for Sault Ste. Marie. Yeah, Long time pretty ago. Pretty short term, though. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Um, Crosby? Crosby won it twice, yes. Okay. I need one more player? One more player. Two players won this. Yep. Who? Uh, Lemieux. No. Lemieux only won it once. Okay. He, he did win it, though. Who the most it? recent winner. Lafreniere. Yeah, won it two, uh, two, time, two times. Wow. Two times in the year. <laughs> two times in the year. I just say a French name and you turn French. Yeah. Right? <laughs> uh, yeah, so only two players have won that um, back-to-back CHL player wow. of the year. incredible. Yeah. Yeah. And both te- both players are from Rumuski Oceanic. Yep. Wow. That's obviously a good program. Yeah. <laughs> I would say. You don't say, right? You had two number one picks from that program. Yeah. So far. Yeah. And didn't uh, done, probably. Jonathan Drouin play there too? Um, he was also a CHL player of the year. Was he really? Yeah, he was. Jonathan Drouin. Yep. He's one of your favorite Montreal Canadiens. Why don't you shut your... <laughs> okay, so Pat Peak was an American-born forward. He won the CHL player of the year with 58 goals, 78 assists, and only 46 games. Wow. <laughs> 58 goals, 46 games. 78 assists, 46 games. That's a lot of points. Yeah. Uh, the Washington Capitals drafted Peak in... Uh, I was going to say Pittsburgh. Yeah, in the 1991 entry draft and ended up playing 134 NHL games with them. He scored 28 goals and added 41 assists. So, respectable. He, now, he's a victim. He's a victim, yeah. I mean, of, his... Of injuries. Of the tag-up icing. Oh, yeah. Not tag-up icing. Yeah. The the hybrid icing. Yeah. That was crazy. Right, because one you, of his, do you have it in your story? Yeah, one of it, I don't have his he, his injury. His story was injuries. He was yeah. injured a lot. Well, he Serious. shattered his heel. Yeah, yeah. Which kind of did it in for him. Yeah, that's tough to come back from a shattered heel. Yeah. Ugh. Imagine the pain these guys. Because you're are going in for an icing after, call, right? right? Racing to the puck. Yep. And he went in heel first into the boards. Ugh. And it just there was another guy on top of him, so that yep. all that weight just Snapped. destroyed his heel. That's brutal, eh? Eesh. So yeah, that his uh, his career, uh, you know, Peaked decent right player, there. yeah, <laughs> decent <laughs> decent player, but um, yeah. yeah, cut short by injuries. So that's too bad. Yeah, what's he doing now? Do you know? Uh, I think he's doing work in hockey. <laughs> <laughs> he is, but I just forget what it is. What specifically he is? <laughs> he's doing work in hockey. <laughs> he's doing some of the hockey work. <laughs> It's true. That is funny. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So that's our top five for this week. That was a fun one. Um, you know what? I I would love it if... I read the rules. All you people out there. <laughs> all you people. Uh, uh, you, you sent all us... All you people? <laughs> you know, your thoughts on a top five. I'm, I'm, I had a ton of fun researching this today. Yeah. Um... And I've got top five lists that we can do all day long, but I would love to hear from from you know some of our listeners and say, hey, try this, this one, try this top five out, and we'll do it. Yep, we'll do it. Like top five left wingers that you like of all time. 
top well, five Hartford Whalers that you like of all time. Whatever you think of. Oh, Pat Verbeek. Kevin Deneen. Shanahan. Oh, wow. Just got three of the top five right there. That's right. Did you know that the Hartford Whaler logo won like best logo of it all? It did? Yeah. Wow. Gross. I would think the V on the Vancouver. Yeah, the orange and the yellow. Yeah. That's horrible. So if you have a, uh, a, a top five you'd like us to uh, attempt to go after, uh, shoot us a message on Twitter, at uh, Slewfoot Show or at Slewfoot Dave or at Slewfoot Fred, and we would oblige your requests. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> uh, you can listen to some past episodes if you wish um, on uh, iTunes, Spotify, uh, Anchor, Anchor FM. FM, all of those things. Yeah. We're on there. We're we're out there on the internet. So, give us a listen. We've got some YouTube videos uh, as well on YouTube. Slewfoot Hockey Show on there. You can watch the celebration of Luke and getting that was Hockeyville. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That we're gonna cool. and we're probably gonna do some uh, YouTube and once the um, NHL Season gets starts. back, yep. yeah, we'll figure that out. Yep. Uh, in the interim, we'll see you uh, in a couple of weeks. But send us um, some top five requests. We'd love to hear them from you. Yeah, so. we won't uh, see you till Thanksgiving. After Thanksgiving, American Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's November right. 26th, right? Yep. That's correct. So enjoy your food, American listeners. American listeners, good luck with your election results. <laughs> we already know what they are. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. Hope you enjoy uh, your week and uh, talk to you next time on the Slewfoot Hockey Show. <laughs>